Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Good morning and welcome to Cox Media Houston's Public Affairs Show, FYI. My name is Susie Hanks. It is June. Uh, every year in June is Father's Day. And while almost any man can father a child, there's, there's so much more to the important role of being a dad in a child's life. And the role itself is changing. And so with us today, we have Lydia Osachi, who is the CEO of Escape Family Resource Center. Good morning, Lydia. Good morning, Susie. I'm so glad to see you. Thank you very much for coming here today. And tell me, first of all, Escape Family Resource Center is uh, what? what uh, it's, it's a 501c3 <laughs> private nonprofit organization that was founded by Exchange Clubs in 1983. So we've been around for 33 years and our mission has not changed, helping parents, grandparents, um, uh, caretakers, children caretakers learn the skills how to raise children in a nourishing, healthy way without ever resorting to physical punishment, abuse, emotional abuse. And you have been uh, 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 together and working for 33 years, but this has been a big year for you for Escape Family Resource Center, and you have some wonderful news to tell everybody about. Tell us. Yes. uh, This Memorial Weekend, we moved to our first ever permanent home at 2410 Hamilton Street, which is in Midtown. And all of you who are driving uh, on 59 right now, either south or north, uh, please um, look up a brown two-story building that says future home of learntoparent.org. It's a 20,000 square foot facility, which will house um, our staff and research and trainings and from where we will be serving more than 90 sites with our programs. I know that you have been working so hard for this move, for this transition, and it's been, you have um, been in several different places. You Before you've described it almost as nomadic. Yes. And now here you have a home. <laughs> that's right. And that's wonderful. And now you can really do a whole lot more than you have have been able to do uh, in the past. Absolutely. Uh, we will still continue serving um, community. We've, we've done that for the last 16 years and actually have um, increased our programming nearly 3,000%. So it, it was good. So we go where our clients need us, where the community needs us. And that's, as I said, nearly 100 sites in, in working with about 112 community uh, collaborators. But we needed a bigger space, we needed permanent presence, and we needed to make uh, a point. Parenting does matter, and we, we are the only organization that uh, works on prevention of hurt to children and helping um, parents, again, grandparents, anybody who is uh, working with the children, raising children, learn the skills that will forever uh, repudiate the need for physical violence, screaming, yelling, losing uh, yourself in it. And as a parent, I know how hard it is. Yes. Parenting is hard and challenging for even those with the best of situations, with the best of resources. Um, I uh, uh, the, it, 
uh, it is also changing in the 21st century. Tell me a little bit about that, that, that the, 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 uh, I guess the roles of fathers and fathers have in the past been taking a, or getting a bad rap. Well, I, I feel that way and, um, maybe, um, some deserved it, but fathers are today a lot more involved with their children um, than before. They prepare for it. They take classes. They read books. I look at my own son-in-law, who is a very, very busy physician, but every minute he has, he spends um, with my granddaughter. And uh, my my cousin, again, very busy people, very busy uh, households with children, with, with careers. Again, the thought of taking care of the children is goes beyond just providing for shelter and food, but really developing their personalities, developing their values, teaching them skills, how to be a good citizen. So that takes time, and that t- it's oh, I almost call it, what's your family mission? What's your parenting mission? Just like we all have goals, professional goals, you need to think before you even have a child. Who are we trying to raise? And so fathers are much more involved than before. Why do you think that's so? Because I definitely see that, that, that uh, the expectation of fathers, where the, well, the, the school expects the fathers to be involved more. Um, there's, there's, there the mothers expect, mothers expect it more. Of course, because women work. Mm-hmm. And it's there, though they still do most of the housework and preparation work, they really want partners, full partners. And those families are successful where partnership exists and it is premeditated. Now, as you said, under the best circumstances, it's still very hard, and it is. And so at Escape, we realize that the stresses are still there if if it's a two-parent family and if children are healthy there's still um, uh, stresses. Now, take a family where it's, it's one parent or the children have uh, disabilities or challenges, where somebody loses a job. All of the, or new immigrants, we realize that these are additional stresses that just sometimes can, can be devastating. So we created classes at Escape that address those specific gaps and and helping parents with those specific stresses, whether it's for new immigrants, whether it's for parents raising children with disabilities, whether it's for uh, a family that is going through a a really bad divorce, how do they learn to co-parent so children do not become victims of their own vitriol? Uh, we're talking with Lydia Osachi, who is the CEO of Escape Family Resource Center. And f- when we say Family Resource Center, this is definitely something that you do. How do people come to you, first of all? Who are your clients? Well, uh, our focus has been on reaching the most underserved and low economic. Um, so we've we've uh, collaborated with organizations who serve those people already. So we we share our resources. We bring our competence to locations. And right now we we have nearly 30 organizations on the waiting list. So it's never for the lack of the clients. We have created a a reputation for delivering our programs and really changing parental attitudes. Children love our classes because our classes actually are for children as well. So uh, 3 to 18, parent study, uh, in, in their own parent classes, children study in their own classes that are subdivided according to their age, and then they come together and practice their newly acquired skills. So th- the word out there that Escape Family Resource Center really uh, gets their job done, and we get a lot of calls. Um, 
funding is an it of course is an issue it doesn't keep up with 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 the calls that are made for our services and are, programs are the services and programs are uh are any of them say uh required do people get sent to you by judges and things okay the- so this is this is a very good question and this is really i'm, I'm very excited to share when i first came 16 years ago about 80 percent of our clients were referred or mandated by cps family courts and we have, as, as we, we talked before, we launched this Learn to Parent uh, movement, reaching parents before they are part of the system, right? Before it happens. And we know what the risk factors are. I, I've just already listed them. So we, today, 16 years later, we reverse that statistics. 79% of our clients come to us voluntarily, and about 21 are referred by CPS, Family Courts, and Domestic Relations Office. The Learn to Parent movement was what uh, was truly uh, life-changing for a lot of people, changing for your organization, but it certainly does make sense to get ahead of it. Yes, and also to remove the stigma. Why is it so wrong to learn parenting skills? Why is it so learn to, to, to get some tricks on how to manage the stressful household? There, isn't, there shouldn't be any stigma, but it has been. So we, have, we know that we have removed that. We've successfully removed that. And it's something that will continue to grow, that parents will think in terms of, oh, I have to learn how to handle a two-year-old or a three-year-old and sign up for classes. Even if you had a perfect and wonderful uh, role model in your, in your parents, in your household uh, growing up, uh, you there is times change, things change, and 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 people find themselves in situations where they don't know what to do, yes. even if they had the, the the best of circumstances. Well, think about it. We are in an in internet uh, age, right? In twentieth century, you grow up with fantastic parents. How do you handle social media? How do you handle social groups on internet? You can. You know you can, and this is what we teach in our classes. Once again, it starts with what values you teach in in your children, whether you are bombarded by internet messages or in your classroom, it's what you promote. And it's very hard. It's very That's why parents have to be united. That's why parents need to understand what their mission is. They are not friends. They are not buddies. They are the first uh, uh, teacher in their children's lives, and they are somebody to have fun with and somebody they can trust and these are all skill based this is what we teach not a buddy not a friend you are the safety net and so you develop that trust relationship with your child from day one we are talking with Lydia Osachi who is uh, with the Escape Family Resource Center and because it's June and Father's Day is upon us we are talking about fathers but this is really something that you do for all families and and the different people who uh, assume different roles in the families oftentimes there are grandparents or uncles or or things like that who are stepping into those kinds of roles as well is that right Absolutely. As a matter of fact, a, a good friend of mine is uh, is intentionally a, a male role model to his um, nieces and nephews where a man is missing, a, a breadwinner is missing, realizing what kind of role a father should have. Not just physical, you know, support. It's very important. But promoting independence and emotional support and, and loving kindness. Now, the research has shown that fathers who are uh, loving to their daughters and affectionate and, and present, those daughters sh- are, are getting less pregnant than 
where there are no uh, fathers present. So just to, to give those daughters extraordinary support and loving is, is important. The same thing for fathers to be a role model for dads. How do boys learn to be the best man that all our daughters would want to marry, right? Somebody has to teach them how to be a gentleman, how to be, you know, somebody who is responsible and accountable. And, and all of that can be done with great fun. These are not just boring classes. No, the, at Escape, it's a lot of fun. It's interactive. It's, it's, we teach parents how to think differently about their role. I, I think that when a lot of us uh, think about um, fathers, that they're that you know they have the role of the disciplinarian in the family. That's that's kind of an old, outdated uh, a view of it, isn't it? Well, unfortunately, we here in, in in Texas had really bad examples of fathers taking on to to you know to the belts and and really hurting their children badly. Uh, uh, explaining that this is how they were raised and and they turned out okay. Well. It's okay to be a, a disciplinarian as long as you're not a punisher. We, we teach difference, that difference. Yes. Of course we have to be disciplinarian, but it doesn't have to be harsh. It doesn't have to be diminishing. It doesn't have to uh, leave uh, hard bruises. So that's, these are the skills. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the classes specifically that you do offer. One of them is for, uh, for immigrants. Tell yes. me about that. The class is called Cable Hispanian, and uh, about 70% of our clients at Escape are of Hispanic origin, uh, Latin America, Central America, and they have their own stresses. So we teach in Spanish. Um, we teach the same classes, all our classes actually offered in Spanish as well. And um, we, we realize that they bring with them a history of parenting that we don't devalue. We just introduce what, what's right in America, what's legal in America, what are the best way to be involved with the children here, and also because many of them are, are fighting for their lives here, you know, trying to survive. We teach them how to be the best advocates in schools for their children. So this, there, there's a lot of love, but very firm um, advice and skills on how to, to be uh, participating in their children's lives. Do you, um, do you find that People, when they're coming into these classes, um, do you get a mixture of people who are open and 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 wanting to really be there, or or do you have do you feel some resistance? Well, it's interesting. People who come voluntarily obviously, you know, right. don't have any problem because that's what they ask for. But those who are referred in the beginning, yes, they would sit with their uh, arms crossed and you're not going to teach me anything, and who are you to tell me how to be a parent? And you are welcome, as, as you're listening to me, you're welcome to, to take our classes, but also come to the graduations that the only time I, I will allow people who are not part of the class to come and listen to our clients, what, what they share. And they say that. They had no expectations. They had to do it just to check off. They learned so much. They learned how to listen. And that is the biggest thing among in the communication, how to understand their children's worries and stresses. They learned how to negotiate with the, uh, another parent who, with whom they really lost touch and, and struggle and fight for the child. So you will hear a lot of um, uh, gratitude for learning certain skills that they never had been exposed to. Well, it's wonderful, actually. And Very. that is one of your other classes, the New Beginnings classes. Yes, Building Co New Beginnings is for parents who've already been divorced and uh, are going through, again, certain 
um, anger issues, and it's it's all emotional. So the judges send them to escape. This class is also fantastic for newly blended families, those who are creating new families. Again, the focus is of the co-parenting is on a child. That's our uniqueness, Susie on a child, how not to make him or her a messenger, how to create a good home for them whenever they are. And the most important thing, when your child is with you, it's 100% responsibility. It's not, well, I'm gonna not taking you to the doctor because it's supposed to be your father's responsibility. No, I'm not going to get you a, a notebook because it's your father's. It's 100%. Um, let's talk a little bit about the other uh, one of the other classes, uh, kids with challenges. Well, uh, exceptional parenting is a very unique class. Again, we are the only ones. Escape is the only one that offers it for parents raising children with disabilities. Um, there is a, 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 a difficulty in, in in those parents to overcome. Um, the dream of, of sort of a perfect child. So we help recapture that and and help parents not only take care of their own needs and support them, but also learn to have fun with those children who may not be like uh, John and, and, and uh, Joan and uh, Kelly and, and you know, Nick, but still children and who love their parents, who depend on them. So this, this part is very important to help parents learn how to have fun with the children and learn how to recognize their stresses and anger. There is a lot of uh, anger and Unfortunately, where it goes, it goes uh, into a child. And so we help them recognize that, deal with that, you know, th- to minimize that. That's got to be one of the biggest issues um, or, or that has to be a huge issue for families who are, are, are dealing with that. Not only dealing with the, with, with the child and, and their special needs, but each other's special needs and this, the added stresses. And, and also if they are not uh, financially secure. Just imagine how much stress there is. So we recognize that. It's, and we help with community resources. We refer. And it's, it's just overwhelming 24 hours to be taken care of, of a child with special needs, and especially if you're a single parent. Uh, I, I'm, I'm imagining right now people listening to us thinking, wow, I didn't even know that these kinds of classes existed um, and and. Uh, didn't know that there was some place to go for, for help with this. Well, Escape is here, uh, learntoparent.org. Um, we have a, a fantastic, very comprehensive website. Of course, you can also call 713-942-9500 and um, learn and sign up. All the classes are on a, a website. They're already scheduled for the summer. Um, of course, we, we welcome collaborators to talk about the fall schedules, which is already filling up. Um, yes, we do exist, and we are in, as I mentioned, we are all over five counties, uh, Harris County, Fort Bend, Galveston, Montgomery, Brazoria, um, and we will go as far as we can just to make sure that parents have the necessary skills to raise children without ever resorting to violence. These children watch us 24 hours. They don't just hear us, they watch us. So we need to set up the best example of how to resolve conflict. So violence will not be the first place you go to when you don't like what's said or what's done to you. We, we teach communication skills and anger management. The Escape Family Resource Center has been around for 33 years, but has been changing and is, is, is quite unique. Is, are, are, there, are there services like this elsewhere that you know of? Um, are you, do you kind of have blaze the trail? 
we we blazed the trail in terms of a focusing specifically on prevention of child abuse and working with family members and teaching professionals who are with children. So there is no mission creep. We don't just we don't do yoga, we don't do, you know, financial training. All our clients need that. So and and responding responding to the gaps in the community in terms of uh, needs. Most of the organizations who are similar to ours in in the country work with uh, divorced families and and help children zero to three. We do all of that, again, with a focus on helping parents and children in classes that are for parents and children, grandparents and grandchildren, um, and and training uh, professionals how to handle the uh, child abuse if necessary, how to prevent it. So it's um, for that we are very unique. Our focus is very unique. Our methodology is very unique. We just finished the first um, uh, leg of our ev- longitudinal evaluation study with Texas A&M. We're starting a second one this year. The outcomes were extraordinary, uh, even by the standards that our uh, professor and, and our researchers told us, that the way that the parents held on to the skills and improved on them six months, a year later, that was pretty wonderful. So we know we're doing a good job. You know, because you're getting professional feedback. Yes. Tell me about the the child, uh, uh, about the professionals, because that's something that we haven't talked about before. Um, and so, and you specifically do target professionals with some classes. Right. It is mandated for those who are interacting with children, with minor children under 18, that they take a class um, yearly, actually, on Child Abuse Prevention 101. And not only we teach those workshops in all locations, including 2410 Hamilton, which is our headquarters right now. We go everywhere to present it. But we also have an online course. So anyone in Texas, uh, in any area where there is no parenting classes, can sign up um, online and take a class. And it's very, very, very inexpensive. So, and and this is interesting because you're, you're uh, teaching people how to how to see it but also how to deal with this and this is something that I wanted to ask you if you are if somebody um, uh, suspects or might see it happening or something oftentimes the first thing they want to do is what do I do how mm-hmm. do I what what is my appropriate response to this um, and and is that what you're you're helping people yes and also that? to recognize because there's so many different kinds of neglect and abuse but let's say you're in the street and you see somebody spanking a child bitterly right so what do you do um you are you will be completely correct if you call 911 we are obligated by law if we witness or suspect child abuse it's anonymous to report it um but you also uh can uh sort of help uh you know dilute this situation by um being compassionate to mom and saying bad day you know, even if you see that all the time, parents yell and you can just, bad day, I know I've had those. And the it's just really helps sort of mitigate that that moment of explosive uh, anger. But, but otherwise, we are all in classes. We, we don't do that. If we suspect, we report right away. It's a law. Yeah. And so we teach professionals how to recognize different kinds of uh, abuse, medical, physical, emotional, and neglect, of course, as well. Um, it, it's easy to judge when you're when you're seeing it, but uh, but when you find yourself in the midst of it, oftentimes your your judgment is clouded. 
Well, it happened to me, tr truly. It happened to me right here walking out of Dillard's. I saw a mother holding a four-year-old, and that was the time when they had flower beds in front of Dillard's. And he jumped up on the parapet and then fell into the flower bed. And Susie, the mother, pulled him by, it, he was maybe four or five years, pulled him out of it and started screaming and beating him. And here I am a professional. And I was stunned, frozen, mm -hmm. just looking at her. And, and she just grabbed him and, and ran away. And I thought to myself, this was such a missed opportunity for a mother. And this is what we teach in our classes, to have a teaching moment. Pick him up and say to him, I asked you to be careful. I asked you to hold on to me. Look what you've just done. Somebody planted those flowers. Somebody worked hard and now they're ruined. We're going inside, meet the manager, and we're going to repair it. And whatever the allowance you got, you're going to find out how much it costs and you're going to make sure it's done. What would this child learn? Yeah, right? some responsibility. Consequence. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If you ruin something, screaming and yelling, I mean, he's, he's a big boy. In 15 years, he's going to be taller than his mom. Guess what he's just learned? Right? Mm -hmm. And we don't want that to happen. We don't want a child to ever raise a hand on, on, on his mom or her. Uh, so th this, this is what we teach parents. Take a breath. Something happened that's really, whatever was there before, upset you. Use this opportunity as a teaching moment. What's your mission is in life? What's your value? Yeah. I, I read an article here recently about a, a, a woman who was, and she was saying thank you to a woman anonymously who stepped in when she was experiencing a moment like that. And she said, I, I wish that I could go back and thank you for, for doing that. But she was pregnant and she had a sick baby and then she had another baby that was uh, misbehaving and she had just lost it. And, and the woman stood up and, 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 uh, and clapped for her and mm -hmm. said, you know, this is a terrible day for you. Bravo for taking on this responsibility and these three beautiful children that you have. And, yes. And, and she wished that she could go back and thank the woman, even though she didn't, but at the moment, how much it meant to her. Yes, and how we're seeing. Look, the, the hardest is, is when, when I see a teenager with an infant or a toddler and they, they do things that they shouldn't be. And all I can say is to myself... Children should not be having children. But at the moment, I would just do the same, I, especially if it's 9 or 10 o'clock in, in the store and you see those teens with, with babies in, in tow, just to help them get through, the, through that moment. Yeah. Um, something that's been in the news uh, recently about parenting has brought up some discussions, this thing that happened in Cincinnati with the gorilla and the, and the three-year-old who got into the gorilla um, um, Enclosure, and the first thing is, you know, the parents are being investigated, and 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 people are angry about parenting, and and it's um it it has fostered a lot of, or it has prompted a lot of uh, discussion, hasn't it? Yes, it's 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 a horrible thing to to first of all to even imagine that your child is in front of you one second, and then he's falling twelve feet down, and he's in in the gorilla pit. Um, it's, um, I mean, you, you, when, you, when we hear things like that, when parents forget their children in the car and that they die from overheating, when, when, when you turn around and the child is hit by the car, these are, these are horrible moments, right? Mm -hmm. we, it's, it, so once again, <laughs> how do we help parents 
to prevent that from happening, right? So th- this, this uh, Susie, the things that we need. I was a parent. My greatest fear that I would lose one of my th- three-year-old or leave her in a cart. So I had to put her first. So I, I had a system. How I you know, make sure that everybody is, is in the car and, and everybody's in the cart. And it, it takes really time to, to think through it. So before you go to the zoo... What are your rules? What what do you expect to have? Who are you going to see? It's it's something that we don't think, but we need to start thinking right now as things like that happen. How do we prevent that from happening? I read somewhere that um, a woman once saw or, or read about the baby being left um, by her father. He just didn't even stop to drop the baby. He he ha- he was thinking about what he needed to do. He had an appointment left the baby, the baby's uh, dead, and as she read it, she thought to myself, I need to change my own routine. I need to have in the front a reminder every time the baby's in the back. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd think, what a silly thing. How can you forget, right? Mm-hmm. And so they, she and her husband created this little routine where they constantly have these reminders. Baby in the back, pick up the baby, 9 o'clock, where's the baby? So, again, let's let's just, you know, not being... Because the judgment happened. It's it's really horrible situation. Let's, for ourselves, instead of judging others, decide how we're going to do better. What are we going to do differently? Yes, consciously. Yes. I I, I heard a tip. Uh, a, a woman puts her purse in the back seat. Yes. In, in the car. Every time. Even, if, even without the baby. So you have to look in the back there seat. There you go. Purse. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Um, Which we should be doing anyway with the phone in it so we don't pick up the phone when we're driving. (laughs) We have been talking with Lydia Osachi. She is the CEO of Escape Family Resource Center. Brand new digs. Beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you so much. With this comes the need to do do some hiring. You're looking for people, aren't you? Yes, we're looking to to fill our program positions, and they're all on our website. There are a a lot of calls for our programs, so we are training um, master's degree staff, bachelor's. You don't have to have uh, a degree in education. It can be any behavioral uh, studies. So, yes, please call and and join our team. And what is the website? LearnToParent.org. And and if you are thinking about somebody who might be able to use this resource or if you're thinking about it for yourself, one of the things that you really are working towards is removing the stigma. It's not a bad thing to ask for help. It's not a bad thing to learn anything new, right? Right. Thank you very much, Lydia. It's so good to see you. You're welcome. What a pleasure. My name is Susie Hanks, and you've been listening to FYI. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.